0: Alright, welcome back, Webheads. What's up? We're here for another week. This week, we got a an we got a Iron Man story this week. And sorry, I jumped the gun. I uh, forgot to introduce myself. I am Steven. I'm here with my co-host, my brother, uh, DeMarco. Camico. Whatever you want to call him. Some people call him DeMarco. I call him Mark. Uh, I'm sure other people call him different things. Actually does anybody call you anything other than DeMarco or Mark? Or D P? Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well I guess you could be called worse. I get three I get three
1: names. <laughs> D P used to be a, more of a one where kids be like, Oh, your name's D P and you know, it's like they finally realized yeah. it. Now it's just like okay, <laughs> like is is that is that what is that what you're what you but got?
0: Do you remember do you remember a time where like somebody said that to you and you and like in your head you're like I don't know what the hell that is? Uh probably like middle school cuz <laughs> you know <laughs> we'll get started but I have a story about middle school and not knowing something that somebody called me. So, uh <laughs> let's just get started <laughs> first. Ooh. All right, so in school, in in middle school, right, it was our middle school was seventh and eighth grade. So there was this kid. He was a, he always made fun of people. He ever, like people were cool with him, but he was just always making fun of people. And it it went like a year, or maybe like six months or so throughout the school year. He wasn't making fun of me. We didn't even interact with each other. And then one day he. Like, he, he was sitting with one of the, the guys that I was kind of cool with. Like, we weren't best friends or anything. We were, like, we kicked it every mm. once in a while. And then he was like, <laughs> I'm sorry for being too vulgar here, guys. But he was like, hey, do you have a scrotum? And, the, and this is, like, <laughs> like, still seventh grade. Like, I don't know shit about shit. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would know Wait, that. The, this was not a, a topic of conversation with me and my friends. And this is not, and we they hadn't taught us any of this shit in school at this point, and it. <laughs> this is very clearly not a conversation I had with my father either. So <laughs> he asked me, and then I, I just like looked at him for a second, and I felt like he was trying to, like catch me and like make fun of me in some way, and I like, in my head I was like, let me let me just say no because I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, and then. Maybe he'll just leave me alone. I, he, he was like, oh, do you have a scrotum? I was like, no. And then <laughs> him and the guy that I was actually <laughs> kind of cool with just started busting up laughing. And I'm like, fuck, man, what the hell are they talking about? My face got all red. And, and then they went to the other side of the classroom started laughing over there. I was like, fuck, I said something wrong. It was it was all bad. I didn't, And then I still hold a grudge. I, I, I transferred schools in high school from Hayward to Union City. And he was still going to Hayward High when I was there. And then I transferred schools, and then this fool showed up mm. at, at Logan. Like, not even four <laughs> months after I got there, all of a sudden, I'm walking the hallways, and I see him walking the hallways. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Come on. <laughs> and then he tried to be, like, buddy-buddy with me. I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, nah, man. I'm holding this grudge as long as I possibly can. <laughs> and that was my embarrassing Damn. middle school story. <laughs> I have more, but I'm not going to get into it.
1: <laughs> so what you
0: been oh, up to? Oh, man. So um, if you guys can't tell by my voice right now, I'm kind of congested. Um, I just got past a little bout of COVID, me and my little family here, and <laughs> that shit kicked my ass, man. Uh, that was it. Those a few days, it wasn't, the first couple of days wasn't bad. It was just like some coughing, some congestion a little bit. And it was like two or three mm. days, like right after that, where it was like, I was congested. I can't get anything out. I can like, every time I sleep, the congestion just like moves to one side, and I can't breathe. I turn over; it moves to the other side. I can't breathe there. I can't sleep on my back. And then Zara had a cough as well—a pretty bad cough. So then we were spending nights up with her because it, it sounded like when sometimes it sounds like when she coughs, like she can't breathe when she's doing it. So we, like mm. every time she would cough, like me and Fairy both hop up. We're sitting there with her, making sure she's okay. Trying to get the cough to go away, it was all bad. It was a, and I and I'm vaccinated, so it, it was. I thought it was, I I for sure thought like this whole time like okay, if I catch it, I'm usually pretty good with getting sick. Like I don't use like when I get the cold, the flu, whatever. Like I'm usually pretty good at like I might have a day or two where it's pretty bad, and then after that, I just roll through it. And most of the time, I I don't even mm. get sick in the first place. So I thought like I should be good. I'll be. I should be okay, but <laughs> nah, man. If you guys, if you guys can stay away from getting it at any point, or just because you got it once and you didn't have the symptoms, man, just put that mask on when you go in the store. This shit fucking sucks, dude. Fucking sucks. <laughs> but yeah, keep that in please, mind, everybody. I, yeah, I don't. I, I and I'm okay. I tested negative three times in the last two days, so I'm not. Mm. I don't. I'm still congested, obviously, but. Um, I'm not uh, symptomatic uh, from what the doctor says. And, yeah, like I said, I've tested negative three times. Ferio's tested negative now. And Zara's tested negative two or three times, too. So COVID-wise and, like, I guess being contagious, we're okay. But there's, like, yeah, I've tested negative three times, but I've been congested for, like, four days straight now. And all I'm doing is just coughing stuff up. Zara has yeah. been negative, and she's still, like, still has the cough pretty bad. Or it's it's gone away over the last couple of days, but it's been pretty bad. And I I'm sitting here, I couldn't do shit. I can't go anywhere. I got, <laughs> I could, all I could do is just watch TV and then and watch whatever Zara's watching. <laughs> you didn't play? Any, you haven't played any video games? Uh, I played Super Mario Strikers a lot. Mm. Um, I, I say I got better i've' I'm, I beat the first was it six or seven tournaments that they have? I beat all those mm. pretty pretty well clear <laughs> clear <laughs> the brackets out that and then so you beat the those first seven tournaments and then it starts i guess they get more difficult and starts them all over again and then mm. i I didn't know that I thought just like I would beat the seven then I'm gonna kind of done with the game, I could just play how I wanna play and then i <laughs> it brought them all back and it was like now they're more difficult. And I was like, no, nah, <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> oh, I played this other game too. Um what's it called? I think it's called Limbo. It's like a oh, is that the yeah, like a side scroller. One, yeah, that game yeah. was pretty fun. It's short. I think I had that or I played it before. It's pretty good that there's that one and then they have another. The same company has another game. Oh no, the one I played was Inside. And the, the that yeah. same company made the game Limbo. But they're but they're both side scrollers. Yeah. So I played Inside and Inside was really good. It it was it, it felt kind of short, but I think it's cuz I didn't I didn't have anything else to do, so I was just playing like every day for like three days <laughs> and then I beat it but it's it's good it's fun you, you gotta get that Ninja Turtles yeah, game yeah I was gonna buy that one too but I just didn't I was messing around with the Limbo one and then Struck Super Mario Strikers but I think next week I'm gonna get that one yeah so what have you been up to I've seen you once, but I haven't really talked to you.
1: Nothing much. Yeah, I haven't really been doing much. Um, just work. I mean, it's the same shit I always say. Just work and this and that, you know. That's like, what really said. like Nothing really changed with me. It, it's so annoying, because it's like... <laughs> it's like you've done stuff, but it's, it's like... It doesn't, in the grand scheme of like your life and what you do every day... You doing the same stuff every
0: day it's just sort of like what pops up in your head when you yeah that's when that's you do a, it like at, at the risk of sounding uh, corny here it's that thing where it's like oh they say everybody says oh it's the same shit different day same shit different day and then like a year later yeah you realize like how much has changed and you're like whoa <laughs> yeah. wait what did I what did I do and it's just yeah. Yeah, so I haven't, I
1: haven't done much. Um, I'd say most exciting thing is I applied for a new job. At the time mm-hmm. of this recording, um, I guess when does this come out uh, next week? Tuesday. Tuesday. I guess I can just say it. No one, <laughs> no one I work with listens to this, uh, but I, I did get the job that nice. I applied for so hopefully I can start that in August um what else yeah I mean I haven't read too much uh mostly just you know I'll read a little bit mm-hmm. here and there um I'm reading the I don't want to say the new Miles Morales uh, but mm-hmm. I think like the more recent uh yeah, run, of his of Spider Man, and I just bought the collection of I just I was looking for like the the very number one of the Ninja Turtles, uh most recent stuff. But Barnes and Noble has like the most sort of like random selection of yeah. like collection stuff. So I couldn't find it, but I bought like the I guess there was sort of like a. A- end of a story arc And then it kind of like mm. Restarted So I- I'm picking up from there that- That's that been pretty Good so far I haven't you finished it should check out
0: uh, The but... website Midtown Comics Not sponsored mm. By the way But I If you guys want to call me That's fine Um <laughs> But they have Yeah Midtown Comics has like It's a I guess it's just a I don't I think it's in New York But it's like a big ass Comic book store um, but yeah, yeah, their their website seems pretty... It's pretty well organized. It's pretty easy to find stuff on there.
1: Yeah, I was thinking... I was trying to figure out where else to look because it was like looking on Amazon and all those other places, but then i look at it and I'm just like, oh, I don't really need it right now, and then I just keep pushing it off because I've been looking for those for like months, and I just haven't felt like spending 20 bucks on on it. So. But eventually I will.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh shout out to um, Gabe. Our guy, uh, Gabriel, who's been on the podcast before. We were supposed to... The right when we caught COVID, that Friday, I was supposed to go hang out with Gabe. We were just going to go hang out, kick it, whatever. Um, but then mm-hmm. uh, I had just been contacted that morning and said that I was exposed so I was like let me not put this guy at risk um, so I had to cancel <laughs> and then um, he uh, he he came out my way the next day because he was going to uh, to lunch dinner whatever uh, with some of inferior family and um, mm-hmm. he <laughs> he said oh I got a gift for you and then uh, he stopped by the house, and he he stayed his distance. He didn't get close. Um, but he said he went to Crush Comics in Castro Valley, and he told the guy, like, hey, I have, a, mm-hmm. I have this friend that, like, just doesn't fuck with DC whatsoever, like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> and Do you guys have anything that can, like, convince him otherwise or show him that it's not as bad as he thinks it is? And he said the guy got like super excited, showed him like four or five different things, and then he he brought me this big ass like trade paperback. It's like it's got to be at least an inch and a half thick of like this story um, that's that's supposed to turn turn me around. So he he said it. If if this doesn't do it, then it's probably not gonna be anything. So I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes. I still.
1: Well what's what what's the Um story? I've only
0: gotten like I haven't even finished like got one book of it yet. So I, I couldn't honestly sell you.
1: Oh. Uh, is it like is it like a an event or is it like a Batman um, or Flash or something? It's kinda
0: everybody. Let me grab it real quick. It's called uh, DC The New Frontier. But look mm. how thick this thing is. <laughs> so <coughs> I like the art. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, the art's dope.
1: Yeah, I like that. It's like classic '60s, but like with like a
0: modern paint yeah. job. So uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure what it's about, honestly. But <laughs> I'm for for Gabe buying it. I'm gonna get through it, just to say I did it. But <laughs> uh, but nobody hold your breath, cause I'm not. I'm not gonna say all oh, this will turn me around, because I don't think it will. <laughs> but I, I, hopefully, this shows me some uh, some new characters that I haven't seen before. Some shows me something other than just Batman beating up criminals. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah. Oh, you know, you know what I did yesterday? I I finally beat um, Legend of Arceus or Arceus. I
0: I still haven't finished it yet.
1: Yeah, I just, I beat the, the main story, and so now I gotta do all, like, the... Okay, yo, no, I, I
0: finished the main story. I haven't, I've been going, I was going through the side quests, and those are what I haven't mm. finished yet, but uh. I just, I don't know why I haven't gone back to it yet. It's been, like, a month and a half, maybe. It's probably, I mean,
1: for me at least, like, I, I I don't go back to, like, if I can beat the story, me going back to, like, the to play the game, especially, like, a Pokemon game, they're kind of, mm. like, grindy, you know, like, all you're doing is just, especially with this one, like, to, like, really beat the game, you gotta do, like, all the po- like Pokédex entries or at least get to, like, level 10 Yeah. For some of them. So you're just watching them do moves or, like feeding them or anything
0: so it's like that grind and then trying to catch them and- yeah like i'm usually yeah. we've talked about this before but I'm, i am a person who likes to uh really complete a lot of stuff if i can but the mm. minute i a thought comes in my head it's like i don't want to finish this i'm just done i don't care what percentage i'm at i finished yeah. the story i'm good whatever so i just haven't gone back to it because there's yeah there's yeah i think there's like a a, a side quest after the main story where you got to go find all the legendary pokemon and that's the one Mm -hmm. that i was doing last and then i did it one day and then the next day i was like no i don't want to play today and then that was like two months ago and i haven't gone back
1: I think I'll probably just go back just to try to, like, catch everything, or as much as I can. I used to, like, Pokemon, I used to try to get everything. There was one, I think it was Ruby and Sapphire. I, for the whole, like, I think it was the national Pokedex. I was three. three, oh no, it was, like, the, the main Pokedex mm-hmm. in the game. I was three Pokemon away from, like, completing that. And then I think you get the national decks from that and that was I think I put in at that point like two hundred, maybe close to three hundred hours and just trying to like play that and then the game got fucked up and I lost everything.
0: I, I did that but. on sword on sword and shield too. I I got all mm-hmm. all I got every Pokemon on the regular Pokedex. And then you get the Yeah expanded one after that and I was I was rolling through it but then same thing I, one day I was just like I'll, I'll finish tomorrow or I'll play tomorrow and then yeah. a couple months go by I play it again and then I stop and then it's been I haven't touched sword and shield or sword did I get sword or shield? I don't know whichever one I got I haven't didn't yeah, get shield whichever one I got I haven't touched it for probably like a year
1: Yeah, me either. There's
0: no point. It's just. After a certain point, it just feels like there's no point. I'm just. All I'm doing is just doing this for myself. And I don't even care that much. (laughs) (laughs) But today, we got a. We have an Iron Man story today.
1: Yeah. classic. Classic. This one. If you're if you're a big comic book guy or a person, I'm not gonna say guy, if you're a big comic book comic book person, um, you've probably heard of this story. Uh more commonly known as Armor Wars. But the actual name of the story is Stark Wars. So I don't I don't know where Armor War I think I don't know where it really came from or anything, but it's called Stark Wars and it's essentially tony stark finds that a lot of his enemies or just villains in general are using uh some of his technology in their suits and he is determined to stop that at any cost
0: it's funny cuz like a lot of the um the other marvel media like shows stuff like that like we have the armor wars shows Uh, Mm. coming out probably next year or something like that with Don Cheadle. Um, Yeah. And what anime I watched Iron Man Armored Adventures uh, the animated Mm. show and they have uh, like a it was either two or three episode arc that was titled Armor Wars. So I yeah it's called Stark Wars but no, I don't know what happened where everyone was like, oh, people really know this if we just call it Armor Wars.
1: I mean, Armor Wars does sound yeah. a lot better than Star Wars. Like, that just sounds like. I don't know. It sounds like a boring, like, book yeah, or I'm something. I'm not changing the title here. Like a novel.
0: <laughs>
1: Armor Wars sounds more, like, yeah. intense.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the show, too.
1: Oh, something. Yeah, I, so am I. I'm curious to see like based off of the what what I read in the books, um and you know, just like all the armored characters and everything. So I'm curious to see if they're gonna have as many armored pe- like characters or if it's just gonna be like more uh you know, like one or two characters yeah. or something like that. Or like a or maybe they might go the Iron Man two route and just get a bunch of like drones that are like the yeah. you the know, in which the I hope they don't, because yeah, that'd be kind of boring.
0: Show, they, J- Justin Hammer, just made like a, basically a, a drone army full of like, Iron Man suits. And just sent them out. So I hope yeah. that's not, it. But I don't know what six with six episodes. Yeah, that'd be on, super it's boring. Like, it's hard to tell what they're gonna do.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, before we jump into the book. um, Miss Marvel yeah. just wrapped up. Uh, I mean, at this point, I think... It's a TV show. We can go into spoiler territory by the time this comes out, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, it's... It's about a week out. So, it should be fine.
1: So, what would you think of the ending? I loved it. It was good. I... Yeah, I have and I, I like the that they're changing her her not her origin but like her where her powers come from yeah I, and
0: i'll let you finish
1: yeah i was i was just when they played the little tune in the the little X-Men tune when they when he said that i was like damn like are they really like they're really driving the fact like Hey, this is a mutant, Mike. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't... It's... I'm I'm cool with it. I don't really... The the Inhumans are cool, but...
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Excuse me, sorry. You can't... You can't bring the Inhumans in at the same time as X-Men. It doesn't work. Yeah. And then... yeah i I loved the last episode i i thought they were gonna bring carol in earlier in the show in the in the episode Mm -hmm. um just because i i know in the comic book she miss marvel or sorry captain marvel shows up to kind of help with the fight that's that's going on at the school um Mm. so i thought maybe they might bring her in a little bit earlier but now that whole last episode was really really good. The whole show was uh, really well written, and mm-hmm. they 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 wrote they wrote her as a character like perfectly. Like it wasn't. Besides how she got her powers, like it's it's almost like they took her from the pages and just threw her in the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought, I mean, the the whole the, the like you said, the whole show itself was amazing. I just like that she, uh, Iman Vilani at the I just thought that she was just like she hit it mm-hmm. like home run the whole the season, whole. just from like the not only her acting but just like little quirks that she would do. You know, like, I felt like I was watching, like, an actual kid, like, kind of learn that she has powers and, like, the stupid things, like, a kid would do with their powers, like, in terms of, like, oh, I want to become a superhero and I'm a train and this and that. Like, it's kind of what we didn't get with the MCU's Peter Parker, but I can kind of see, like, okay, yeah, these are both still kids, like, kind of learning to become who they're who they're gonna yeah, be Yeah, but it's you know, even with like peter parker too
0: it's like every time we've ever seen him get his powers it's always like he's never seen a superhero before so it's like he has his powers and now he has to start learning how to use it was he going to use it for all this stuff like she's grown up in a world with superheroes and she she idolizes yeah. captain marvel and then gets the powers, and then we get to see her, like like you said, try to figure out how to use it. And she... Yeah, yeah she killed it. it. It doesn't hurt that she was, like, in love with Miss Marvel from the beginning. And this is, like, her favorite mm-hmm. character, and she actually knows her Marvel shit. But...
1: Yeah, that is that is true. And it's, like... Yeah, you don't really see that, like, you, when you see, like, the the character, or the actors, you know, get announced, or, like, the first interviews, it's like, yeah, you know, they may have, like, oh, yeah, I read comics as a kid, or, you know, I I did a lot of research for the role, or whatever, which is fine, I'm, it's not like you have to be a, a huge fan just to be, you know, the part, but, like, the fact that she was already, you know, down for it she already knew everything and you know it's just like okay that's what we want to see it's like because i feel like that's somebody who's going to stick around Mm -hmm. for a long time and become like a pillar for the universe like how kind of like robert downey jr was and chris evans and all of them like i think she's like the first like real step in this new phase of moving away from them she's like the first like strong pillar that we're gonna have in terms of sticking with the universe and like being becoming a bigger. Yeah, I part wouldn't
0: of it. be. I even wouldn't be surprised if like later on, like not even too far later on, but later on, she like starts working on like behind the scenes stuff. Like.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too.
0: Because she, yeah, she knows her shit. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't see why she. She wouldn't want to do that eventually or be asked to do it yeah
1: produce direct yeah. whatever like I, I can totally see her being somebody like I was every time like I every like interview I'm like she can be like but she has potential to be like the next Kevin mm-hmm. Feige if she wanted to you know
0: I wouldn't be yeah
1: like I feel like she has enough knowledge and would be surprised
0: and, at, at any of that honestly yeah. Mm-hmm. At, I, in fact, I would hope yeah. for it. <laughs> um, and, uh, there's one more thing, but we'll get into it uh, next week. I want to talk about how everybody's uh, complaining about how slow things are happening in the MCU. That It's too long yeah. of a conversation to have right now. But, yeah, we got to talk about that. Because there has been nonstop complaining. Okay, it's it.
1: funny. It's funny you say that because I just talked to surprisingly, like, my coworkers about, like, the state mm-hmm. of things right now. So, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun yeah, to we'll, talk we'll about We'll
0: that. save that for uh, next week's episode. But, yeah, we got to. Yeah. Go All
1: right. So, we'll jump into our <laughs> aforementioned Armor War okay. story. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my stuff.
0: And this was nine issues,
1: I believe eight. Okay, it could be nine, eight or nine. I think it it went from two twenty five to two thirty one. Yeah, I think so. I think or two, two, no two thirty two, okay. I think, something like that.
0: Yeah, I've only read um, half. half. Uh, yeah. So, I sent you have a list of what the issues are so you read that for the the story but Marvel Unlimited has a different list a little bit like a prequel, they have like a prequel mm-hmm. part so I read like the, the prequel part oh, yeah. to it and I was going to f- finish the rest of it but I never got around to it so this is going to be new for me
1: mm-hmm. okay well we'll go ahead and start off uh, issue 225 And so uh, we start with Iron Man. He's doing some tests for the military. Uh, They're going to have, like, a fundraiser soon. So they're just running some tests to kind of see, like, what they're going to show off to the people there. And it it was weird because, like, they say that they're doing a fundraiser. But I'm like, you guys are the military. What are you fundraising
0: for? What are you selling, beef jerky?
1: (laughs) So, like... Tony's flying or Iron Man's flying around, like dodging missiles, this and that. Um, at this point, people still don't know that Tony and Iron Man are the same person. They think Iron Man is just an employee yeah, the only of Stark. That seems to know. Is really and cool. so, yeah. And so they uh, they do these tests, and later that day, uh, Tony's in his lab. Like uh, there was a villain named uh, mm-hmm. Force. Uh, who had like a suit of armor and everything and uh, previous issues Iron Man and him fought it out and then he forced to be- gave up his life of villainy and just became an all yeah, person was working for Justin so Hammer Tony yeah so Tony uh, is examining his armor like taking it apart just seeing like how it works and everything and he notices that some of the, cir- the circuitry is the same as his armor which may not Excuse me, It may not be that big of a deal, but Tony makes his armor from like scratch and like the circuitry he uses is like his own, like that's how it makes it so advanced. Like he he's one of the earth's smartest people. He knows when he sees his yeah, own technology and he, and he never passes it. So he, the he starts
0: either, so. like none of it should be out yeah, in the world
1: because he didn't yeah. think he needed to. Yeah. So he starts freaking out. He starts tearing up his lab because he's for sure thinking that there's, like, a bug or, like, something in this lab, like, that somebody's been, like, watching what he's doing and stealing his secrets. So he's tearing up the lab, and then Rhodey comes by and is, like, trying to figure out what's going on, and Tony tells him, hey, my technology has been stolen, and it's up to him to... Get it out of the hands of these these villains because every person that they kill is on Tony's head now. Like, and I, and so he he becomes determined to get it out of people's hands. And so, uh, and just for so everyone knows, I'm skipping a lot of roadies like mm-hmm. story in this because in the beginning it's pretty much just him being Tony's sidekick and going on dates yeah, yeah. with the woman. It really doesn't add a, well, too much to the story. A woman that he so. works
0: with, mind you. Workplace yeah. romance? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Tony Stark's the boss. He he doesn't care about <laughs> HR issues and shit like that. He's like, yeah, come work for me. There's n- you, We don't have, have any of that me? boring stuff that holds you I down. I know his
0: secrets. <laughs> you think he's going to fire me?
1: <laughs> and so... Uh, Tony calls uh, Force, A.K.A. Carl Walker, A.K.A. Clay Wilson. Uh, he changed his name to hide from Justin Hammer. So he calls him into his office and he asks him like, where he gets, where he got his armor from. And he says that he built the more like basic stuff, but all the advanced stuff came from Hammer Technology. So at that point, Tony's like, okay, Justin Hammer is the one supplying everybody with all of the technology that's in that you know his technology uh so even now so now even more tony is frustrated he's like trying to figure out like what to do like how is he going to go ahead and get this out of people's hands and so at this day the next day uh he's at the military fundraiser and he can't do anything but think about his solutions like how did it happen what's he going to do he's become obsessed pretty much on this problem and he kind of isn't paying attention and he destroys some multi-million dollar tanks in front of everybody <laughs> at the fundraiser which everyone seems to be cool with at least the people there but all the military people are not yeah, happy everybody in the crowd's just cheering like and, hell yeah. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh, yeah he's like yeah but all the military people are just like it's <laughs> like like yo <laughs> what the hell like you're just supposed to test the strength of these tanks of dollars, not man. destroy them and those were our only two prototypes, <laughs> and <laughs> Iron Man's just like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll I'll have Tony Stark pay you guys. Like, yeah, and real you guys quick. Are
0: good. He, he says that he and says then, stuff like that a lot. And in the little prequel part of the story, this man was hours mm-hmm. away from being like bankrupt and broke again. Like hours away.
1: <laughs> yeah. At this point, he started his own. He he started his own company, Stark Enterprises. But it's like very much in his infancy yeah. and he where, just bought like, another company it can go wrong yeah. very quickly yeah so it, everything this is a terrible time for all of this to start happening um where was i oh yeah so at this point you begin to notice that how obsessive uh tony's nature is of he just like we just talked about he just started a new company just bought a new company Um, there's all this stuff like he's trying to do to start his company up and get it going. But then he finds out all of his technology is being stolen. And so he puts everything on the back burner and just lets like the heads of those departments deal with it, even though they still Mm -hmm. need him to, you know, sign off on things and get things going. But he's just like, nah, like we'll deal with that some other time. And so, uh, after that, he, are you getting to know? Yeah. He goes on a date with his girlfriend Bree, she's a movie star, and so they go to the premiere of her movie called Dark Angel, and it's like this almost like platoon, um, you know, like a classic like war movie, tons of action and everything. Um, But while they're watching the movie, Tony starts to like feel uncomfortable because there's a lot of death and killing and blowing explosions and stuff, and all he can think about is all the people that have been harmed from his technology being in the wrong hands. So he leaves, uh, and then uh, the next day, he and Rhodey decide to take a trip to Stark Enterprises uh, subsidiary, uh, and then they talk to a guy named Abe mm-hmm. Zimmer, who Tony helped before, and Tony comes to him with the asking if he can help him with the plan that he has, and so Abe's like, "Yeah, I'm down. You know, you helped me before, so I'm I'm down for whatever you need." Uh, but they also need one more person, so they go and uh, they find Scott Lang, Ant-Man, because they need him for his shrinking abilities to kind of help with the plan. And uh, Scott, he's trying to be on like the right side of the law at this point, and Tony's just like, I understand that, but I, I need him. your help. I need <laughs> you to be a criminal. You can go to, you can go to jail, and you can lose custody of your daughter. But uh, what's more important is my armor not falling in the hands of other people. So, you know, suck it up and That's say yes does. to me. <laughs> it really is like he has like no care no, for and anybody. got just moved
0: in with and his then, daughter. Like they're starting a whole new life right now.
1: Yeah, he's starting a business. Like. <laughs> And Tony's over here waving money in front of him, just like, I'll take hey, care of your business if you help me. <laughs> you
0: could go to jail.
1: And then <laughs> if we go if this goes wrong, you can go to jail. But if it goes right, you can help. Don't have worry. I'll make sure somebody And takes not to worry about money. Me.
0: The foster care system in America is amazing.
1: <laughs> and so Scott's like, Fine, I'll do it. And then the plan is to go to Hammer Industries and create, like, a, a diversion uh, to allow Abe to hack in and um, steal the names of all the people that Hammer had given the technology to. And so it's it's actually a pretty quick and easy plan, it yeah. sounds like, or at least it seems like from when you read the panels. Um, so Scott goes in and trips like an alarm, and then Tony just flies into the building and, like... <laughs> Pretty much shoves it to cause like a a mini earthquake, and then that sets off like an alarm. But it gives them enough time to download the names of of the people with the suits or with the uh, technology. Um, and so the first villain that they that Tony or Iron Man decides to go after is Stilt Man. If you don't know who Stilt Man is, he's essentially a guy with a suit of armor and all his his legs just. Grow. Oh, what a what a power! The they just it's like an elevator, and he can get to tall buildings, and that's pretty much it. Like he he has no real powers or anything. It's just that he can yeah. What if what do you get really high or really
0: low? Back. Like just go be a you're breaking into go be a, a firefighter. Or something.
1: Like. <laughs> Typically, he's a daredevil villain and a Spider-Man villain, but. Because now he, Tony knows that he has his technology in a suit. Iron now Man goes after Iron him. Iron Man yeah. And still, man, is not ready for that. So in the middle of one of his heists, he's trying to break into this building, and Tony shows up or and tells him, you know, like, you're, you're finished. And he's just like, the first thought is, I'm not in the same league as Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man's in the NFL. I'm on Pee Wee football. <laughs> and so he tries to escape. He loses his stilts and just tries to, like, use. he has boosters in his suit to fly away. But <laughs> Iron Man smacks him in the head with his own <laughs> leg and knocks him down. And then uh, Tony had built, like, these, like, neutralizers. Uh, they're, like, these square, like, Technology mm. pieces or whatever is that he puts on the suit and it'll essentially destroy the the technology that he uses, effectively making it non useful but also impossible for anybody to replicate after that. <laughs> that doesn't make and any so, sense. And right. so, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And then, so he takes Stiltman out. That's the first villain that he's able to neutralize with it um he then goes to Colorado where they're having like a a soldier soldier of valor conference or something I don't know what it is it's like a it was like some sort of conference where like I guess really people who are in the military are are now like in competitions to prove who's (laughs) the best soldier I was the best soldier soldier it was a (laughs) soldier it was a soldier or fortune convention (laughs) They don't get into specifics on what's going on there. But there is a villain there named uh, the Mauler. Um, and he uses, in his suit, he uses the same technology. And Iron Man shows up and says, give me this suit or we're going to fight. And he's just like, all right, here's the suit. And Iron Man is just like, you don't, that was pretty easy. You're not going to fight? And you're just like, nah, like <laughs> no, like, take it. I don't are. care. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's like yeah it made me a lot of money and but i'll just steal another one eventually so you can have this one he's he doesn't seem too too caught up in it and so after that iron man is like all right the next villain we're going to go after is controller and so controller is a villain who can literally just he creates devices that take over Mm -hmm. people's minds and tony and roadie Decide to go to this massage parlor. It, it looks like a just a normal massage parlor, and so Tony walks in with his suitcase and Roadie right behind him, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're just gonna make ourselves at home." And so they walk in, and the lady at the front desk is like, "You can't go in there. Like, you're not. It's not available." So they just walk on in, and then all these these like young, like you know, physically fit people start coming in, and their the look on their face shows that they're not fully there. Something is mm-hmm. taking over their mind. And they're obviously being controlled by the controller. And so Tony's like, Rody, hold him off while I put my <laughs> suit on. And so Tony goes into another room, <laughs> and opens the suitcase, and starts just putting his suit on. And then Rody, he just leaves Rody with like 20 different guys. And all Rody has is just a gun. But obviously, he's not yeah. going to shoot anybody. <laughs> so he has to hold off 20 guys while this guy puts he, his armor on that's gotta take and
0: then, a little bit of time <laughs> it like, really does for you to put each piece on like your bicep, I mean, your forearms your hands yeah like this and then you finish yeah, off everybody the needs helmet, to remember right? this is not MCU Iron Man where <laughs> he pushes a button on his arm or whatever and then everything just shows up <laughs> like this man has a, a suitcase full of this stuff that he has to put together
1: And then so he he comes out of the room, uh, and then he starts fighting these guys. And the controller shows up, and then controller is trying to fight Iron Man while these, you know, mind controlled people are fighting them. And in the bat in the fight, um, one of the mind controlled people uh, has his neck broken, just yeah. by accident. Um, and Tony realizes that another person has died because of him, and so he loses it. And he grabs controller, they fly out of the building onto the beach, and Tony's just like laying into him, just punch after punch after punch, knocking him out. And he finally puts the uh, neutralizer device on him and destroys the technology that the controller is using. And so, after that, he leaves, controller's done, uh, and... While Tony was taking out the villains who were using his tech, he was hoping that his lawyer was able to, uh, you know, sue these, Sue Hammer and everybody uh, yeah. in the courts, you know, take care of it on that aspect. Um, but unfortunately, their neck, their case isn't for like a whole <laughs> another year. So, <laughs> Tony one one he's one for you know wanting things done right away. And I mean, you can kind of understand like the quicker this is done, the quicker they can go back to yeah. normal. But uh, his lawyer's like, "Yeah, I got you a case, or I got you a date in the courts a year from now." And Tony's like, "You're no use." Imagine you're, if he was like, "You're you're useless, right, you're stupid."
0: Okay, we'll just wait. <laughs> and then that's, and then they just yeah, completely drop no. the story there and then don't come back to it for a year. <laughs> Armor War, part two, <laughs> and then all of the, the whole issue is just a court game. It's all done in real time,
1: <laughs> and so at this point, that's the end of that issue. Uh, Tony's taking out three villains so far, but there's still plenty more to come. He should have been and taking so notes on issue two twenty six
0: because I mean they're using this technology for some pretty cool stuff. He could be using this.
1: I know, you, you can incorporate that into yeah. his own suits. And, I don't know. Yeah, he, there was something he did where I was just like, this is pretty stupid. <laughs> I forgot what issue it was, but hopefully we'll, we'll run into it. And so it's issue 226. Uh, Stark is still on his quest to rid the world of his stolen tech. Uh, he stops a three-villain team. I forgot their name. I forgot to write it down. But it's basically three dudes that are on the same suit. Um, they hijack a U.S. Air Force plane that has a bunch of, like, high-tech weaponry and stuff on it um and so they hijack that they throw one guy out the plane or when they b- bust into the plane uh all the pressure and everything it sucks <laughs> one of the guys out and they're just like cool like now we only got one dude to worry about no one's gonna stop us and then luckily iron man comes in and he actually saved the guy and brought him back on the plane uh there's big fight that happens he takes each guy out one by one, uh and then puts the neutralizer device on each of them and rids them of their of their tech um, dun, 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 dun. and so, like I mentioned earlier, Tony's still not running his company. he's still letting everybody kinda handle their own shit, but everyone is like, "Dude, like we need your help like <laughs> there's a bunch of like p r stuff that needs to be handled we need." help with like your, your litigation. This company is still kinda like in trouble with the military. So like what do you want us to do? And he just sort of just like, I don't know, you guys handle yeah, it.
0: Know. That's not my job.
1: And then <laughs> And then we find out that uh Abe gives him a call and he's just like, Hey, uh I kinda need to see you right now And Tony's like, Alright, cool. Everyone deal with your own problems. I gotta go talk to this guy real quick. So he goes there, and then Abe tells him that somehow, some way, one of the names was deleted from the list of people with Mm. his technology. So, with that, that means that even if he is to neutralize everyone else, there's still a chance that this technology can be out there and just be replicated from there on out. So, they have to find this name some way. Um, and And then the West Coast Avengers call Tony, and they're like, hey, bud, like, what's going on? We saw that you've been kind of aggressive. And something I don't understand with this is, like, they call him, and they're like, hey, you're being a vigilante out there. Like, what's going on?
0: Like, isn't he already yeah, a vigilante? You guys, <laughs> you guys are, like... This isn't a, a government-sanctioned thing. Like, all of you guys are yeah. vigilantes. And, like... Hawkeye tells him that he's
1: like yeah we see that you're being a vigilante and then he's just like I'm just doing what we're what we're supposed to do taking on the yeah. bad guys so I'm just like okay so what's the big deal that's going on
0: he's doing here? what you guys are supposed to be doing that's it
1: and but and then so yeah he, he's talking to the West Coast Avengers but he doesn't tell them what's going on you and I, at this point I don't understand why a whole why.
0: team of people that you work with, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on? Let us help you out." He's like, "Nah, I
1: like if if there's anybody." It's not even a secret. You can just trust them.
0: Yeah, like, does I'm I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure the team knows who he is. Yeah, they they know. So just he's give everybody them. the list, split it up, and <laughs> and finish this shit. Like, why are you doing <laughs> this? You're making this way more difficult.
1: In, in one of the issues they they do like a little exposition on you know to catch everybody up but it it just makes it even more confusing um yeah so he uh, dun, 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 dun. oh yeah so he the next person on his list so after he's done talking to the Avengers the next person on his list is someone named stingray and stingray is a government sanctioned hero um and he's pretty much protecting uh an an island that the avengers use as like a headquarters but because the avengers aren't there he's just kind of the only person there and so tony is like okay if i go get this guy's i obviously can't fight him you know it's like he's government sanctioned like that'll be public suicide or whatever and so he he goes there and he's just like hey i need to (laughs) i need to borrow (laughs) your armor real quick And Stingray's like, well, this is government property, I can't just give it to you. And then Tony's like, alright, well, I guess we'll just fight. So then they have this big fight through the water and everything and Tony comes out on top. Uh, He pretty much destroys armor with his device and then the obviously because it's a government-sanctioned hero everybody knows about it now. Iron Man attacked the government-sanctioned hero Iron Man's a vigilante he's he's doing wrong by you know what everyone thought he was doing and because people still think that tony and iron man are separate people uh when tony comes back to stark industries or enterprises there's like what's going on with your dude like he's taking out all these villains now he's going after government sanctioned people like what's going on and tony's just like well well, they call a press conference. We'll, we'll talk about it. So he calls a press conference and then he fires Iron Man as his bodyguard. No longer a Stark employee. He's done. You'll never work in this here, town again, buddy.
0: back. <laughs> I can't believe you would do this.
1: What's really. <laughs> it's funny because it's like. They treat Iron Man like he's literally. Like you'd bore an Iron Man. Like he was just came out as. It's like. That's just a a man in armor. Anybody could be Iron Man at this point. Just hire someone else who's going to (laughs)
0: be. What's funny to me is that, like, (laughs) he's technically an employee of Stark Enterprises, right? But nobody ever, nobody in HR or payroll ever is like, who's paying this guy? Like, where's his paycheck?
1: Yeah, no one, the IRS isn't like, Hey, if you're not paying this guy through your payroll, like, (laughs) where's his pay? Are you paying him out of pocket? Like, is it under the table type of stuff? Like, who are you paying?
0: He's not doing. It's just like
1: no. It's just this entity that's just there. (laughs) And plus, he he's a Stark employee, but he's also on an Avengers team. Like, (laughs) yeah, a lot of you guys have stuff to answer for. (laughs) That doesn't come out weird. (laughs) <laughs> no one's questioning why this guy is also a private employee and on the superhero team. No one else is a private employee Nobody. for anyone else.
0: Somebody has the answers here, but.
1: And so, yeah, that's the end of two twenty six. that he fires Iron Man, and then two twenty seven. Uh, Stark finds his next target, which is the Beetle, um, classically a Spider Man villain. Uh, literally just a guy in a suit of armor that kind of looks like a not doesn't really look like a beetle but he has like all the same powers he can shoot lasers, fly, yeah. all this other stuff. Um, Stark takes him out pretty quickly uh, and very aggressive with them and he, he'll he's starting to become more and more aggressive with the villains that he's taking out just because he wants this just, mm. just to be over with um, and he's just tired of people stealing his technology. At this point, so he just becomes more and more aggressive, which people, uh, normal citizens, are noticing, and they're starting to become more concerned with who this guy really is. Why is he, you know, almost killing these people? And obviously, Stark hasn't told anybody uh, what his plan is, so it's even more confusing to even the people yeah, who know stop. who he like, is. These because people now know that he's who just... you are.
0: <laughs> your your friends are on this team. Just tell them what's going on. So at least you have people that can vouch for him. And
1: Rhodey... Yeah, Rhodey is literally the only one who knows the plan of all this. And yet, he doesn't speak up at all. He just like, all right, Chief. Okay, what's going on, Chief? Where Where are we we going, Chief? Chief?" And so, dude, you... (laughs) you. And then... uh, Again, the Avengers are like, Tony, what's going on? You're... You're being a little aggressive and you just fired yourself <laughs> from your own company <laughs> and he just like oh he's like you guys will find out eventually but i just got to handle this one on my own and then they're just like okay and then he goes back to stark enterprises and he's met by nick fury and nick fury is also getting upset because iron man's being super aggressive and taking on all these people on his own time <laughs> and so he's like hey Uh, this guy's your employee or he was your employee but now he's wanted by the government so either tell us where he's at or you know we're going to have to find him ourselves and you're going to be responsible and so Tony's like okay I'll help you find him his name is Randall Pierce (laughs) and then they're like Randall Pierce and he hands him a file with Randall Pierce and all his information and everything and at some point uh, when Tony decided to keep Iron Man in Uh, himself separate he created this false identity and had them implanted in like social security office and like government offices and everything so if this ever happened (laughs) if this ever happened they would just be looking for this non-existent person and so (laughs) so fury's like all right cool like where is this guy and tony tells him oh i think he might be held up in one of my safe houses um I can help you get them if you want, and then Fury's like, "Yeah, sure. Like, you're gonna help us. You know, we'll take care of this guy, and so on, so on." And so Tony's like, "Cool. This is my chance because he also knows that Shield is using his technology in their their man droid uh, mm-hmm. armors." And so Tony's like, "All right, I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to get in there, get close to all these man droids, and then destroy them from the inside." And so. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is basically telling Tony all the plans, like, the layout, what they're gonna do, where everybody's gonna be, which makes it super easy for Tony, because he's like, cool, um, you know, here's the house, here's the safe house that he's at, it has all this, you know, extra stuff, blah, 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 and so he, really, Iron Man just flies in there and is just, like, taking them out super easily, and then after all the battle, uh, he meets back up with Fury, and Fury is kind of suspicious now. He's like, "How did Iron Man know that we were going to be there with that many uh, mandroids? He knew all of our plans. Like, kind of makes me feel like you're 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 playing both sides here." And Tony's like, "That's ridiculous! Like, how am I supposed to play both sides?" Never. And he <laughs> and in order to throw Fury off of his trail, he makes it seem like there's a bug. At a shield office at headquarters, so he he drops something off one of the computers and be like, "Oh, look at this! It's a microphone." Like it seems like you guys were the ones who had a, had someone infiltrate your your headquarters, and it wasn't me. Obviously, I'm trying to capture Iron Man, and that is what throws him off. And he's able to take out all the all the mandroids surprisingly it's like they brought their whole supply <laughs> of mantra this unlimited government agency only has six of them and they're just like yeah we brought all of them and yeah, they're all destroyed <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. and so Tony was able to get that get that done and that's the end of 227 228 um well actually 227 ended with uh Steve Rogers showing up and he was asking Tony for help. He needs a shield. Oh boy! And so in this issue, two twenty-eight, we find out that um, Steve Rogers is no longer Captain America. He was that was taken from him. So he's wearing the normal um, U.S. agent outfit, the black with yeah. the red and white. He's wearing that outfit, but he doesn't have a shield, and. He, He's wearing the the outfit and just a trench coat, <laughs> so <laughs> he's just walking down the street, just in this the superhero costume and a in a trench coat, <laughs> and no mask. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. good disguise, bud. And so he he asks Tony for help with the shield because yeah he he doesn't have a shield. He but he needs to get back on on the grind like. He's not going to let his country fall to the to the wayside and become number two to to China and Russia. Get
0: back out there, man! (laughs) America's number one. Get back out there and fight. My country's falling.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) so Tony's like, "Yeah, I'll help y'all, bud. Like, um, I'll give you the shield and everything." And so they're having like their moment, but Tony's like, his real motive is like, if I give him the shield, he'll be more likely not to bother me because I need to go to this prison and destroy the suits that they have there because they're using the technology. If I give Steve the shield, then he'll be like, damn, Tony just helped me. I can't bother him now, you know. (laughs)
0: You you gave a broken man his power back.
1: (laughs) And so he he helps Steve out. Steve goes along along his way. And then Tony and Rhodey are like, all right, our next plan is to break into this prison. All the guards, literally every all the guards in this prison use suits of armor that have this technology. And so Tony's like, all right, we'll just head to the prison and sneak in and we'll be good. And so on their way there, they stop at a diner and they're eating food. And Tony stops eating because he recognizes somebody in the diner. And he walks over to the person and we find out that it's Steve Rogers. And Steve had tracked them to this diner. And Tony's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I'm not stupid. Like, I, I, I saw what happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. I saw what happened with these other, you know, armored people. It just makes sense that you would <laughs> end up here, you know, where there's this prison with armored people. And Steve's like, I have to ask you not to do this. And Tony's like, "Well, I have to ask you not to give a <laughs> give a fuck because I'm going to do it anyways." <laughs> and then Steve Steve's just like, "He's like, if if you do this, I'm going to have to stop you." And Tony's like, "Well, okay, I won't do it then." So then he leaves, and he tells Rhodey, "Okay, we have to change plans. Like, this isn't going to work." So then we cut to the city, and Electro's there. Spider-Man's villain, Electro. He's there. And he was supposed to be transferred to this prison that Tony and Rhodey were supposed to go to. Um, but he escaped, and he's now in this town just destroying everything and causing chaos. Uh, and then he gets neutralized by the soldiers from the prison. They come and grab him. And then they throw him in his prison cell, and they're like, okay, this is such a high-tech prison. These cells, they're lasers, and they allow anybody to walk through them unless your DNA is a DNA coded to the laser. So you and I can walk through them, but Electro can't walk through the cells because his DNA is coded to the okay. the lasers. But what they don't know is that that's not Electro. It's really Roadie in white face. And so he takes off his costume, and he has just... <laughs> he has Caucasian makeup around his mouth. He already um, looks like a, a white and man in
0: black face. so... <laughs> <laughs> I, though every whoever was drawing this whole thing made him look like a white man in blackface the whole time except for like three or four <laughs> panels in every book and now they're going to make him look like a white guy
1: to whoever drew this they all look the same <laughs> <laughs> um, and so because it's Rhodey and not Electro He's able to slip through the the gates, and his plan is to they're gonna fill the the whole prison with this like gas that's supposed to knock everybody out, and so he has to get Rhodey has to make his way through the prison and get to a a panel where he can let Iron Man in um, without being detected, which is gonna come in through like some storm drain or something, and so. Rhodey makes his way through, he opens the storm drain, Iron Man flies through, but he's also being tailed by um, Steve Rogers. And so he's being tailed, Rhodey's being attacked by these armored people, but the gas is starting to flow through, so a lot of them are able to be you know taken out pretty easily. Um, and with all of them being taken out, Tony starts putting the devices on there to neutralize the armor. And then Steve shows up, and he's like, I can't let you do this, Tony. Like, these are good men. These are, like, what you're doing is wrong. And Tony could easily explain it to Steve, but he's like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, get, get out of my way before I mess you up. I don't get it. <laughs> and so uh, Steve, he starts breathing in this gas, and then he starts becoming, like, less and less himself, and then he's knocked out. And, but like in the last breath, he's sort of just like, if you do this, Tony, like, I'll never trust you again. Like, we're over. This is like pre Civil War stuff almost. And Tony's like, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. And so he leaves Steve, him and Rody leave, and that's the end of that. So at this point, I think Tony's taking out like, what, five or six mm-hmm. different people. With his with his tech, so he's getting he's it's, getting closer and closer. Because so I didn't make ultimate it. Ultimate goal in
0: the story is Rhodey in his war machine stuff, just with a gun. No,
1: he's literally just the yeah. guy in the chair. Yeah, he just flies Tony around and drives him around and calls <laughs> him Chief. And then issue two twenty nine. Uh, Tony finally tells the West Coast Avengers what's been going on. And he tells them he didn't ask for help because he was afraid that they would help. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I guess he was just so ashamed that people were dying due to his technology being in the wrong hands that he wanted to take care of it himself and not involve anybody else. Yeah. I don't. Know. It it didn't that really make scary. sense to me, um, <laughs> and so the next people on his target are Crimson Dynamo and Titanium Man. Um, both are actually Russian mm-hmm. villains. Well, I guess to Americans they're villains; to Russians they're heroes. But isn't that just life? It always goes. Um, <laughs> and so. He knows he needs to take out both of them, but obviously they're not going to come to the United States. They're they're going to be in Russia, and he can't go to Russia because then that would be a whole like national security problem. And so, his plan. Uh, the Russians are actually aware that Iron Man is going after armored people, so they're just like, "Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> comrades, <laughs> just if he, if he does show up." You guys will protect us. You guys are, like, the best. Don't worry about it. Iron Man's nothing. America is nothing. We got you guys. And Titanium Man is like, you know what? I don't need any of you. You guys are always just trying to take my suit anyway, so I'm going to go protect myself in my hidden (laughs) bunker, and then you guys can take care of yourself. And so after Titanium Man leaves, the Russians... Because uh, Crimson Dynamo is more of like a, like a government sanctioned hero. Titanium Man is more just like I'm Russian, and that's why I'm here. He's not really doesn't really have ties to them other than just being Russian, and so uh, the Russian government tells Crimson Dynamo that they know Iron Man's going to come looking for them, and they already know where Titanium Man is. And so is Iron Man. So they're going to just let those two fight it out. And whoever wins out of them, that Crimson Dynamo is just going to come in and take that person out. And so they're just like, we'll just take everybody out. We'll be number one. It's all good. Back in America, Tony, he knows because it is a national security risk of going to Russia. He has to use his stealth armor. And so he can't use his normal, uh, I think he has his silver cent- Centurion mm. armor right now, the yeah. r- red and silver. So he has to use his stealth armor. So he upgrades that and everything. And he tells Rhodey, like, all right, be ready at this time. Meet me at uh, Stark Enterprise headquarters. We'll, we'll head off there to Russia and Why we'll take not care use of this. this the whole time? But he knows his, his mission. <laughs> He knows his missions are getting more and more risky. And if he brings Rhodey, like, there's a chance that he may not make it back. There's no way he can protect him over there. So he tells Rhodey to meet him at Dark Enterprises at this time. But then, while he's been working on his stealth armor, he's also been working on, like, a jetpack, a rocket propulsion, like, backpack for his armor. Because his stealth armor is so, like, it's way less powerful than all of his other armor. So he can't fly as far either. So he has to use this rocket-propelled like, backpack to basically rocket him into the upper atmosphere and then kind of use like Earth's trajectory and everything to get him to Russia. And so he leaves Rhodey. He gets to Russia. Um, he found Titanium Man because apparently his hidden base isn't so hidden. He bursts into the roof and he he has the upper hand because he he has an element of surprise but as he's trying to put the device on there to neutralize his armor he titanium man just crushes it and he's like nah like that's not how it's gonna work right now but he's like you're in my home now <laughs> so he starts like just laying into him because his armor is obviously not as strong as titanium man so he's just like getting his ass kicked and then I. Crimson Dynamo is like, are the Russians are like, okay, Iron Man's here. Crimson Dynamo go over there and like just kind of watch and see how things are going, and then obviously take out whoever is left. Um, but what Crimson Dynamo doesn't know is that Titanium Man had a like uh, security system that would pretty much just shoot down any you know jets or titan- or flying armored people that came in, uh, but obviously tony's armor was stealth proof so it was able to bypass all that stuff Uh, crimson dynamo didn't know that so he gets shot down and then the fight with titanium man and iron man gets taken outside and uh crimson dynamo is trying to like join in and take care of iron man but then he gets his ass kicked pretty quickly and then iron man neutralizes his armor like not even two seconds after he just gets laid out and then armor neutralized like no more and then the there's like a Russian army that shows up and Tony still can't get the upper hand on titanium man he's still just kicking his ass and but he has one trick where he can turn his armor white so from black to white and so that makes him harder to see in the snow so he's able to kind of like dodge a lot of the attacks and kind of sneak up on them And that worked for a little bit. But then when the Russian army shows up, he has to deal with them plus uh, Titanium Man. And so he has one more trick up his sleeve. So he grabs Titanium Man and he starts flying up into the air. But he's flying up so fast and using so much energy that uh, his rocket boosters, they're not burning like red or orange or anything. They're burning like white, like super hot and so his pl- his plan is to basically get Titanium Man's armor to the point of combustion and so he he's able to do that which causes the armor Titanium Man to fall from the sky on fire pretty much and then when he hits the ground he explodes and he's taken care of and so Tony leaves he took care of one more uh, villain but this is all over the news and everything now so at this point uh tony makes it back home and the avengers are like you got fired from your own company you fired (laughs) yourself the government's after you uh you you took out a government agent you went into restricted a restricted country and you're you know on this one-man vigilante train like uh you know, you know, we can't have this, so they kick him out of the Avengers at this time as well, too. So at this point, he's not an Avenger. He's a government criminal. He's a criminal for, against Russia. He about to lose his company, all of this just to save his tech or get his technology out of the hands of other people. It's a lot. It's all for the cause. Yes, but
0: <laughs> you're not gonna have much to go back to after this.
1: <laughs> okay. And so uh 230 um <laughs> Where am I? Oh yeah. The US government um they now have like their own armored Avenger type thing. Uh it's really he looks sort of like uh what was his name? Who is the villain in Iron Man 1? Um, is Obadiah Iron Ironmonger? Yeah. Um, the U.S. military, they have their own armored person named Firepower, and he sort of looks like Ironmonger, but he has a bunch of rockets and nukes and guns just, like, strapped to his back. And so he's he's pretty much Stark's, like, last like person. And so... Um, but he's his last person, but he was designed not by Tony Stark or the military. He's designed by another industrialist, like yeah. a rival to Stark. So he sold his tech to the military, and now uh, they're using it. And so in, in, during the fight with Firepower, um, he easily overpowers Iron Man, like, without any question. Like, Tony is just no match for this guy. And then... Uh, He gets super, like, injured because he shoots a missile at him. And the missile, like, he can't shake it. And the only way he can really take care of it is just Mm. to let it hit him. And so everyone thinks Iron Man's dead after this. But really, it's just... Stark is hurt, but he just has, like, a puffy eye and, like, a, a scratch on his face. Like, he doesn't look that hurt. And... And so, uh doo, 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 doo. oh yeah. And so he's badly injured, and uh, to make matters worse, when firepower, uh, when his armor is revealed, uh, it's shielded from any of uh, Tony's like, of his devices mm-hmm. that neutralize armor. So even if he could get it on there, it's it wouldn't do anything at all. And so Tony fakes, uh, like I said, he faked his death, in the Iron Man armor. And then following that, uh, Edwin cord he's the, the rival who created the armor, he uses the armor to conduct uh, acts of uh, economic terrorism. So meaning he's just blowing shit <laughs> up and <then laughs> just for, just for capital armor. gain. Um, and then he attacks Stark Enterprises in revenge for uh, Stark taking over uh, his, his business beforehand. And then Tony really doesn't, he doesn't, he creates a new suit, uh, hoping that everything that he's learned and everything that he got from all the other Mm -hmm. uh, armored people, that he he can put it into this new suit. Um, Yeah, and so he realizes that he doesn't really want to build the armor, but he realizes that it's the only way to take care of this firepower guy, like... Because he has to build a whole new suit of armor from scratch, which means he has to build new technology, which means this is, could all happen all over again. And But he's just like, the risk is just too great for us to not take care of Firepower. And so him and Firepower have a fight, and then he's able to take him out, no problem, even though Firepower is like, you're not supposed <laughs> to be able to get in here. And he's like, I'm Iron Man, bitch
0: that was his catchphrase.
1: And then Yeah. <laughs> He's like I'm work I'm workshopping new titles or new catchphrases.
0: The, the Vigilante has this Man? one.
1: I'm Iron Man, bitch. <laughs> and so that's the the end of that issue. And then the last issue, the epilogue. Um so essentially yeah, that's that's pretty much that the next issue doesn't really have anything to do with mm-hmm. Armor Wars. Tony is having like this weird dream where like his armor is coming alive and it's like taking over him and becoming part of him and this whole stuff, but it doesn't really have anything to do with armor wars, but yeah, that's pretty much the last issue. He essentially takes out the last final boss. And his technologies covered.
0: All right. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad.
1: No, it wasn't bad, but it, w- it was kind of yeah. stupid. There was,
0: <laughs> it was. Yeah, all he had to do was just ask for help. He would have avoided a lot of this. And imagine going yeah. to firepower with just like, say, "Hey, your Avengers team." Like. Yeah. It would have been so much easier.
1: I mean, but I I kind of get it. What I did like about it is, like, now I kind of understand the character of Tony Stark. Like, he is very... He, he, It's almost like he has OCD or, like, he just becomes super obsessed yeah. with, like, one thing. Like, if it gets in his head, mm-hmm. he has to do it, and he has to, which is, like, kind of cool to see in the books because that's what happened in the movies, right? Like, he became obsessed with everything, that's how he built Ultron and, like, everything. So, it's just kind of cool to kind of see that aspect of the character kind of on the page. And so, I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, no, that is is a cool part of it. I've been trying to pay more attention to, like, character traits like that when I'm reading stuff. Um, Just to Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I've kind of realized that, like, Spider-Man is, like, I'm I'm pretty sure Spider-Man influenced, like, millennials to a T. Like, (laughs) it doesn't take anything seriously. Always beating himself up about (laughs) stuff that happened 15, 20 years ago no matter what trouble he's in, he's going to find some way to make a joke out of it. Like... <laughs> it, but, yeah, it, it, it's cool to, like... Yeah, that makes sense. To, to actually, like, see it... See a different character. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he was just obsessed with... With fixing a problem that he caused. Yeah. So, um, but I... And there, there's a there's armor wars Even though- too so I'm, I'm interested to to figure out what's gonna happen in that part
1: <laughs> I just feel like like it it starts off with like not oh, again
0: <laughs> the government just started to like me I I thought it was gonna be more um I did think it was gonna be more corporate based like um because, like, in the shows, like, he's really going after, like, Justin Hammer and, like, other companies mm-hmm. that had built it or built stuff with his technology. So, I, before I yeah. started, I did think it was going to be more of, like, a, a, like a, him just going after the corporation. Um, yeah. And the only thing that was confusing to me was just... Um, just because he destroyed the armors, like they don't have any they have no knowledge of, <laughs> of how to build it anymore.
1: Oh, I, I, I guess I kind of gloss I, I skipped that part, but he did create like a device that um, it, like sort of, it's like a computer virus. and so it infects I guess they send it out to like hmm. a few people. But it constantly just kind of keeps recreating itself. And so it's on every computer system oh, okay. in the world. And it doesn't do anything except for delete the files on how to create the armor. That makes sense. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he he's covered
0: <laughs> in that aspect. Uh, but it was kind of, there was some stupid parts in there, but I liked it. So I'm going to give it a... Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, I got the right one this time. <laughs>
1: I'll give it a house right. explosion too.
0: Ooh, I gotta turn that down in editing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was. I thought it was a good story. I am really interested in figuring out what happens in Armor Wars Two. Um, I think that episodes probably that episode's not coming out for a while i i want to say no, i want to say it might be next year or like later this year but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a while but uh yeah that was that was it that's all we got for this week thanks for hanging out thanks for kicking it hope you yeah. guys enjoyed we've uh we're getting some more listens on episodes, so thanks for sharing with your your friends, your family, your your nephews, your niece, whoever you're sharing it with, your boss, whatever. Thanks for sharing it.
1: I'm still waiting for people to to reach yeah. out.
0: That's I like
1: try to add me on. Can you send messages to people you don't know on Instagram?
0: Uh, Like that you're not friends with?
1: You know, like if you're not friends or anything? Uh,
0: Yeah. I'm sure you can. It happens to celebrities all the time.
1: Um, Oh, true, true.
0: But I I don't know. I guess maybe it depends on if your page is private or something. Because I think you can, like for you, you can set. There's a setting I think that you can set to. So people have to be your friend to send you a message. So, um, maybe that I don't know. I don't know if that setting's on for you or not. But I don't know. My page is private, so I don't know.
1: I, don't, I only ask. Yeah, I only ask just because I'm like, what if people have been trying to add me and like?
0: Yeah. <laughs> cause I've been getting
1: a lot of like spam ads.
0: I think that sometimes too, cause sometimes I'll get added by like pages that like aren't actually spam pages. Like they're they're posting stuff like yeah. it's actual people like, they don't have like they're not following twenty thousand people and they're only followed by two or whatever like yeah and I'm like oh but I don't know this person and nobody said anything to me so I don't, know. <laughs> I don't are they actually <laughs> a fan of the show or is it just a random person
1: yeah I know I keep saying this every week and giving like new rules. But if you're going to add me on Instagram, if possible, send me yeah. a message first, <laughs> just saying, "Hey, coming from even, the show,
0: yeah, just want to add, to add you on Instagram." Just go to the the Webheads podcast on Instagram and add us there.
1: Yeah, because if I see if I see you're following the the, the show podcast, then I'll be like, yeah. "Okay, coming from the Something. show," that makes sense. But uh, what was I
0: going to say? Oh yeah, just just give us those ratings on spotify uh apple Podcasts. where our podcast is literally almost everywhere that you can get podcasts iheart radio um youtube yeah you literally it's can't it's avoid wherever it. you listen to something it's there even follow us on youtube it's i mean we're just posting the audios on there still um but i some people like our father for some reason only listen on youtube <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why but we're there so give us check us out give us a follow uh, go give us a, a thumbs up on those on those videos or the audios on youtube and yeah that's it we will be back next week with another oh next week we have got an x-men story
1: Da, 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 da. we got to play that every time we say x-men or anything mutant related or we just gotta play <laughs> yeah, that little <laughs> i gotta
0: find the one from uh from miss marvel and then uh yeah is it the, was that the same one that was in multiverse of madness or i don't think
1: you? it was the same one it's the one in multiverse of madness yeah. was more clear like when i heard the one on miss marvel i didn't fully hear it as an X, as X-Men tune, until so I, like, started reading, and then I heard it again. And I was like, oh, okay. I was
0: surprised when I saw the end credits on uh, Doctor Strange, because everybody, like, people online kept saying, oh, it's the X-Men 92 theme, X-Men 92 theme, that's so cool, whatever. And then in the credits, it says X-Men 97 theme. Yeah. Oh, from the show. So interesting I, I think I tried to comment on a few yep. pages that were talking about it but nobody <laughs> nobody responded to my comments so <laughs> you gotta put it on reddit Hey, did anybody notice this is x 97 theme and then watch it. <laughs> that'll be the one post that nobody comments on that day <laughs> all right man that, thanks for hanging out again thanks for giving us that story. that that good Iron Man story
1: (laughs) that good Iron Man story
0: (laughs) we will like I said again we'll be back next week peace bye